Hello, horror fans, and welcome to Horror Zone 607. This is the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. That's right. We're back at it after another week off. It's been a busy summer here, a busy last uh, month or so, but we are back, and uh, we can't wait to talk about a lot of horror here. I'm your host, Spooky Mike C., and sitting in the studio with me, as he does each and every week, is my co-pilot, my co-host, my cohort, the guy that makes everything work around here, and I'm just going to tell you right now that my favorite moment of the 2020 Olympics, Summer Olympics, was seeing him win the gold on the women's balance beam and that is my good friend Rich. Don't judge me. I, I, I when I was trying to do it, uh, you know, it's it's extreme competition. That is one of those events where the best in the world really are in the women's division, which is true. And uh, I wanted to show that not only was I dominant in the men's division, which was that was a piece of cake. Let's be honest. Yeah, uh, seeing you but on I the can rings. Also, oh. But I can also throw down with the greatest athletes in the world, which are are the female balance beam gymnasts. And I'm actually not joking about that. They are actually they really are. That's phenomenal. my favorite part of the Olympics. But let so, me just tell you, Simone Biles has got nothing on you on that balance beam. Oh man, it's seeing phenomenal. you with those just those flips and the, the course. Listen, man, and, I'm just graceful. She was just lucky for the longest time that I identified as a man for the Olympics. That's true. That's true. Or else I would have came for that crown a lot sooner. That is true. That's true. But just graceful and just beautiful, and I had a tear in my eye. That was my 14th gold medal in gymnasts. But, I mean, that, I was, that was the most important gold medal because it was in the women's division where the real competition is. Yeah, exactly. Like, you are guys, the winningest women's on. gymnast in history. That's, well, well, I'm the winningest gymnast, period. That's true. Period. That but, is true. you know, the guys' division, I was locked up so long. It's like I was the Michael Jordan of male gymnastics. You know what? Uh, I was a little disappointed in your pummel horse. Uh, you know, that, uh, you could have done better. You only got, you know, like you were one notch away from a perfect score, which you usually accomplish. Hey, I, think so, th- I think that the Russian judge had it out for me. I'm just going to throw it out there. Now, we're going to give you a little bit of a spoiler here. You know, it's assuming that things don't go downhill even more with this pandemic and everything. The 2024 Olympics are now just three years away. We don't have to wait four years. We're only three years away from the next Olympics. And rumor has it that you have officially thrown your hat your name in the hat for women's beach volleyball. Ah, uh, yes. But you're going to be playing by yourself. That's right. Team volleyball, too. I'm not even talking two-on-two. Two. We're talking the full-on team volleyball. Do they Just have, me. They should have, a like, a full-on, like, beach volleyball with, like, a whole team. I'd like to see a lot more of that. Ooh. That's yeah, a very, you very know, good sport. Very it really good sport. Is. I enjoy it. Well, even, also, even the men's side of thing. I oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can see the men wearing like those little like thongs. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's you know, you know who you know, who's, you know who's hoping for that? Diesel. Oh, absolutely. Diesel's hoping for Absolutely. That. I can see him just waiting, just yeah. eight, drooling over that one. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. There you go. You can hear all about <laughs> it. Make, oh, we'll make sure this month we bring it up to him about men's beach volleyball. I, the, love is scary. That's right. Love is scary. That could, show great, that could be a great episode right there. I think so. I think that's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to I think ask we just had him. a genius moment. I, even if it's not the full episode, I'll ask him the question. Absolutely. I, I get to ask a question every month. So that's, that's right. That's what I'm going to do. That's right. I'm going to ask oh, him a question about men's beach volleyball. You're not going to miss this episode. It's going to be hot. And we know he doesn't listen to this because he's too terrified of horror movies. Exactly. He's, he, he's even too scared to hear us talk about it. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's actually a true statement. I'm not even joking. Yeah, I know it is. That is that is true. Oh, yeah. he's, he's And terrified. you know what also is true? What also is true is sitting across from us in the studio this week. He's back. He's furry. We love him with all of our hearts. He is the one, the only, the maestro. You know... For anybody who has never actually seen me, like that was quite a description. Like it, it sounded like you were sitting across from Sasquatch. You know, you kind of remind me like a little bit of maybe like Grover. 
<laughs> I'd like to think I'm more like Super Grover. Super Grover. Yeah. I mean, come on. You know, why do you think I wear this helmet? I'm gonna be. I'm yeah, gonna be it's... damn disappointed if for Halloween this year you don't dress up as Super Grover. No. That'd be amazing. I'm gonna be damn. Look at the size of me. I'd be like three Super Grovers. It doesn't matter. I dressed up as Fat Captain America once. <laughs> I think you could pull off Super Grover. True story. There's pictures out there too. And, and the best part is the costume was one of those ones that have some fake muscles in it. So I was a fat, muscular Captain America. Like Captain America who let himself go, but the super soldier juice just kept him muscular. <laughs> True story. And I had the smallest shield of all times. I, 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 I wish I made that up. That's what she said. Yeah. Hi. So, I know. So I got to ask, how did the first show go? Excellent. Yeah? Very well. Yeah. I heard there was a capacity crowd. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we packed the place and... You know, we did really well. Yeah, yeah, I saw some video of it, and uh, I I enjoyed what I saw. I wish I could have yeah, been there. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, one of these shows, I'll yeah. get there. But yeah. uh, when, when are you guys playing again? Uh, we are next going to be at Porch Fest on August 29th. Oh, I guess you won't be playing at my house like I invited you. No. So, well, here's here's what happened. Fit we get a, a, we get uh, assigned to. I was gonna these say places. yeah. Oh, do you? Yes. Okay. It's got to fit inside of a certain neighborhood because they, they I think the area is only so big for it, right? Right. Yeah, it's uh, west side of Binghamton, which I live in. Yeah. I, yeah, so but I don't think it goes do. too over to your house though. It doesn't go oh, that gotcha. Far over. Well, that explains why I've never heard anybody play in the three years I've lived there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's I think. What, I'll be what there. But, I'll be there. But my yeah. my neighbor uh, wanted to go. He asked me if I'd want to go and like watch some bands and stuff. By. So. I'll swing by. We should do it. We'll, support a bunch of, yeah. I we'll a probably bunch be the only three or four people there, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> oh, that was super. <laughs> oh, come that on, sus. <laughs> I joke. Listen, I joke. Listen, my mom's gonna be there. Okay. Oh, is she? Yeah, probably. I might have to cheat on the professor's mom a little bit. Yeah, a little, little smoochy, smoochy. Speaking, you know, of it gives me a kiss on the cheek every time I see her. I love your mother. I just want to. And all, all jokes aside, I love your mother. She's sweetest sweetheart. people I've ever yeah. known. Speaking of the professor. You know, he's not here, but I mean, we can reenact what it would sound like if he was here. Because if uh, we introduced the professor, it would sound like. Oh, ah, oh, eh, I, I'm not going to be able to make it, guys. I don't feel good. Foul by. Fool this man! So, just pretend he's here because. Yeah, that, that's the contribution. That is, that is, that's all we need. That's all we need. <laughs> Although the professor's mom is in the house, yeah, she just doesn't like to be on microphone. Well, she's outside mowing the lawn nude. That's true. Which that's she true. likes to do. Um, I caught her doing it recently. I sent you guys the picture. Um, you know, it's you've sent the picture a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> because you know that's that's what she does. You know, she's got a such a lovely lady. Ah. Uh, Wonderful woman. <laughs> so so this week we're going to have a little bit of a condensed version of the show. We have two weeks worth of uh, news to go over. So that's going to be kind of like a news show that we're going to be doing here this week. But uh, before we, we get to the news, I told you guys in the pre-production here uh, that uh, I was going to throw you guys a little bit of a curveball. So because we're going to be just doing news this week, there's not going to be a second segment. Therefore, I have nothing to to go to a break with where usually I ask you guys a trivia question. Well, I'm going to start the show with a trivia question this week because we're recording this on the dreaded Saturday the 14th, which means yesterday was Friday the 13th, which means that we all watched a lot of horror movies yesterday, particularly Friday the 13th films. I hope I, I know you, you tend to watch the stuff on Friday the 13th, but, uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little uh, Friday the 13th themed question here for you. So, this week's Horror Zone 607 trivia question is coming to you a little bit early here. And the question is, Jason Voorhees is one of the most iconic killers in horror movie history. But Jason was not his name originally. What was Jason's name originally going to be? I'll give you a few seconds to think about this since you don't have a break to think about it. Do you know this one? I, I'm right on it. I knew you were beyond this. I figured you'd know this too, his, Maestro. 
I I know I've heard it before, but I'm, you, you, I, I, I've got a very bad guess at this point. Because Haley I, Mills? I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm I feel not like, remembering it. I feel like his name was originally supposed to be Rafe. <laughs> honestly. Rafe Voorhees. Honestly, um, my guess is also Rafe. It is. Yes. Ironically Rafe enough. Voorhees. Rafe Voorhees. Ironically enough. <laughs> well, if we ever make our own fan film, that will be his name. It'll be an origin story. And, uh, you know, but uh, no, that is not the correct answer oh, for this week. Uh, we got it wrong. Oh. You're not. You're not. I, are you sure it's not Rafe Voorhees? <laughs> it's, it's Rafe Voorhees. Yes. No. No. What is the name? His name was going to be Josh. Yes. Yes. That's Such, right. I'm glad that they didn't go with Josh. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have sounded sound right. Good. It wouldn't have been. As, I think Jason is a scary name. I've always <laughs> been. It's always kind of like Ugh. Josh Voorhees. Josh, Josh Voorhees. Voorhees does not have the same ring to it. No. Although I think ours had the the same ring. We're at least on the same wavelength, right? Yeah. Because I mean, it, for reasons. Yeah. For reasons. He's definitely a, a he's Josh. definitely a terrified creature. True. True. Josh yes. Voorhees is the guy who does your taxes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or, or like or, the like the news, like the weather. Or he works. <laughs> no, no, Meteorologist no. Josh Voorhees. <laughs> Ooh, actually, that would be perfect job. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, or any kind of like newscaster period. Like you could yeah, be a sports true. guy on sports. Josh Voorhees. Right. Hey, everybody! It was a wonderful day at the park because that's what he would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> Puts on his hockey mask and muffles it a little bit. Right. But he's like, "Hey guys, have you heard about the Yankees?" He's like champ, the real life champ kind, pretty much. So yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that's a good thing. Uh, we got that. We got that in there. But uh, let's. We got a lot of news to dive into. So let's dive in to this week's horror zone news. Bringing you nothing but the scariest in intro music. That's absolutely right. And as we said just a moment ago, it is Saturday the 14th. And how best can we celebrate the day with nothing less than Sue Studio Saturday by Phil Collins, of course. That's right. Oh, Sue Studio. That was beautiful. Thank you. You guys should cover that. Uh, who says we don't? That's that's a good point. That's so. it. I, I like, you know, I shave my head. I lose a foot of height. and That's fine. Yeah. So basically me. <laughs> Basically. I mean, Basically. I dress like you and start singing Susudia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is time to talk about some news. And again, we got two weeks worth of it again this week. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to talk about here. Uh, and I'm going to kick it off. There, there wasn't one big earth-shattering story that came to us this week. But I'm going to kick it off with uh, some HBO Max news. Uh, about a year ago, we talked about how they had greenlit a series uh, called Overlook that was going to be about the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. And uh, this was one that... I think that they actually announced this before HBO Max even went on the air. I think it was it was like one of the things they were saying was going to be a part of it before it even like took off. And um, I've been very very anxiously awaiting some news about this. And I, this is a series I wanted bad. I, there's there's a lot of stuff that we could get from a series about you know the goings on in that hotel. And uh, unfortunately, HBO Max has now passed on it. It's not going to be carried by them. Uh, they love the idea, but decided they just it wasn't going to be for them. Uh, producers though, do not fret. Producers are shopping it for a new home and are confident that it will still happen, just elsewhere. And this is according to a report by Deadline. Firstly, it's the shinning. 
We don't want to get sued. That's true. Yes. <laughs> but se- secondly, uh, it is kind of a slightly disappointing. It was something that uh, was talked about and uh, that I was excited for on the launch. I mean, I'm not less excited about anything because HBO Max has done a great job with their launch over the past year. Uh, so, you know, kudos to them. Uh, I, I guarantee it'll find a home. Right now, Stephen King properties are super hot. Uh, I would say, if I'm guessing, Netflix will probably pick it up. And the only reason I say that is because they seem to own everything else Stephen King at this point in Juncture. Although the Peacock has got a couple Stephen King things, and I do believe uh, Paramount Plus has got uh, the uh, don't they, didn't they do the the Stand? I believe or they're so. doing the Stand, yeah. remake or whatever. Yeah. So I mean, I, he's spread out everywhere, but I, I'm I'm going to guess Netflix because I'm going to say Amazon's out because they spent way too much money on the Lord of the Rings. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm not going to watch it. I'm just saying that they spent a lot of money. You go look at that. They got three seasons of it. It's going to cost them well over a billion dollars. The first season alone was like seven hundred forty-three million dollars. Um, so yeah, I think that uh, they're running thin there. Uh, not One of them's doing that, a league of their own series too. Yeah, yeah, not, and, and oddly enough, that that was one point five billion dollars. Yes, the oddly, oddly. <laughs> all the money went to uh, Tom Hanks to come back. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're doing him digitally. They're actually like. You know. Well, that's why, on top of it, they had yeah. to pay him $1 billion and then half a billion to digitalize it. That's yeah. not the only thing we've talked about digitally this week, but that's a whole other show yeah, that's for a whole, whole other day. day. Yeah, yeah. We'll go into that but, another uh, time. Uh, no, but overall, I think, I just don't know. Netflix seems like the right suitor. However, if uh, somebody like the Peacock or Paramount Plus can pull this shit off, that's going to be a huge bucket of win for them. Right. So let's hope this gets on something like that and not like sci-fi sci-fi <laughs> i'm a little worried about chucky i'm sorry i'm a little i am worried. too i've been saying that now you I, I know rich disagrees with that but i i am worried that that's gonna be like a one and done um i, I don't disagree that it's not gonna be slapstick but i'm just expecting it to be slapstick i don't know if it's gonna be more than one season i don't think this is honestly i i have uh, I, I, going no on a side trail two. for chucky after seeing the remake of child's play that i took six months of my life tearing down to only be like man this was really good uh uh, now I'm kind of like going back to slapstick Chucky for TV. I don't know if that's going to work out so well because I think a lot of people have moved on to the more serious tone that the movie took, and you know there's going to be a fucking sequel as much money as they made. One would think. There hasn't been any talk about well, it. Well, that's though. also because yeah. the world's been shut down. True. So thankfully that really? came before that. Why? Yeah, what happened? You know, I, well, you know, there's this weird thing. It's called The Stand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, The real life the, stand. The, the one on Peacock? Yes, the real life stand. Paramount Plus, Plus, whatever. I think it's on Paramount it's Plus. It's just a news broadcast. But yeah, no. I, I like I said. I I, I have. High, I mean, I, I'm always hoping high for things, but uh, I think if you go into it looking at it as the funny comedy it's going to be, because if you look at the the trailers and previews for it, they're going comedic style. Uh, I'm fine with that, but uh, I think that uh, the more serious tone definitely paid off in the movie. Not saying there wasn't fun stuff in that movie, because there was, but it had one of the greatest movie themes of all time. It even made it on your list. Yeah, and think about it. And that's that's like the was the, like the newest thing on your list. Yeah. That's just because most that, of them was classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is such I, a great score, though. I just I just worry about where they're gonna cut things. I mean, I know like network TV is, you know, you could basically make a rated R show on network TV. At this oh, there's point. lots of moms yeah, yeah. in this thing, you know. So you know, so I, I, I get that. I just, After ten o'clock, you can do it. Yeah, you know, I just I, I don't know. I, the Purge did it. I get I get worried about it. I was gonna say American the one thing that I, I I was gonna say the one thing that should make people feel better, uh, if anything, is that the Purge was done so well. Yeah, I mean, I hated the fact that it got canceled, but the Purge TV but show was done so it well. It was an excellent show. 
that was done just to perfection, and it only made it two seasons, and they canned it. That's why, uh, yeah. and that was on USA, right? Um, but I mean, it's the same company. I mean, right? And it's going to be shown on both networks. Yeah, I was say, Chucky is being shown on. Both. I just don't have a lot of faith in them that this is something that's going to last. I'm Not, thinking one, I, maybe if we're lucky, a second season. I'll be very surprised if it goes beyond that. Dude, I, I have no faith in Paramount in extending anything. Right. Paramount cuts shit as quick as Netflix does, and it's weird. Well, Paramount, it's not Paramount. This was this is uh, NBC Universal. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. They're owned by NBC. So maybe Universal. Peacock would. End well, up back in the day, up, they're, but... my confusion is back in the day they were owned by Viacom, which is now Paramount, and then yeah. now they're owned by NBC Universal, which is a weird fucking. It's it's weird. It's a it's weird, weird place. It's all weird now. Yeah, if weirded so, me so out. So maybe Peacock picks it up if it doesn't do well. But I don't know. Clarice, by the way, I, I don't know if we brought it up on the last show or not. But um, I read something. We, we were talking about how it wasn't going to be back on television on CBS for a second season. But they announced that it was going to get shifted over to Paramount Plus. It's not looking good. It doesn't look like there's going to yeah. be a second season of that. So well, there's sure. no guarantee that even if this doesn't work, that Peacock would pick it up and you know have more. I just I, I I was never thrilled with the fact that this was going to be on network television. I, I think that would have been something better for maybe like Epics, considering that they've been doing series now too. Shutter or Stars. Um, Put it on Shutter. Why Why would you just do yeah, it for Shutter? Yeah, because let's yeah, yeah. see if a Shutter show that could be successful because Creepshow's uber successful, right? Would it have been too expensive for them to pick up? Maybe I don't know. I, I mean, they spent quite a bit of money on Creepshow. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. Like, by the like, way, um, they did. Uh, uh, Slasher season four started uh, this past Thursday uh, on on uh, Shutter. Uh, they released. Uh, they're not doing the whole thing at once. They're doing it uh, Creepshow Weekly, style. Yeah, yeah. So, but they did uh, release the first two episodes. I got through the first one so far, so good. And I I messaged you guys while I was watching it. The first kill that happens, which is within like the first ten minutes of the of the series. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'll be it's on my list. I'll be tuning into this week and getting caught up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I expect a message in the in the chat when you watch it because oh my goodness. Absolutely. It was I, a it was a doozy. I can't wait for it. I, I I've been a big fan of that series anyways and Slasher season 3 is a high bar. Oh yeah. That was a great season. I don't know that this is going to surpass that. This kind of starts out a little weird and I, I just want to throw know, it out there. But, I don't think anything can surpass it and that's not a bad thing. Slasher yeah. season three, as far as a horror TV show, probably the best horror television sh- show series. Ever. All right, I'll get on it, dude. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> oh, you still haven't watched it. You I'm watched so it. behind. I don't want. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything. It is a really good series. Have you like, watched any of the series? N- no, no. I, you know, I was, I, I was, wasn't sure if I was going to start Scream or Slasher because I'm behind in both, and I went Scream. So I'm work- yeah. we're working on Scream. Okay, Scream was fun. good. The first two seasons, like yeah, I said, the third yeah. one you're not going to like, which was like a two night or three night thing slasher season uh, one is good slasher season two is eh, and then slasher season three is amazing so yeah. it's kind of like one weird. and three were really good yeah so but uh you know and there's new people behind this this fourth season you know and the fact that it's on shutter the other three seasons are still on netflix which i kind of find to be a little odd i but. love that david cronenberg's in it yes yeah. like you know he for usually if a director starts acting you know there's some there there are a few exceptions but you know the handful of times when Cronenberg shows up, like I just kind of like him as an actor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I love that he's Wasn't in he Jason, Jason X. X? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> he's in Nightbreed. He's awesome in Nightbreed. I, I, so I'm, I'm excited to see him. Like he's pretty awesome in this. Yeah, one I of bet. his daughters is. Uh, she does like art sculptures. <laughs> You'll see when you watch the first episode. <laughs> she's doing something weird and stuff, and he just. <laughs> His reaction to it is priceless. You'll, you'll enjoy it when you get to this, but and you can pick up any of the seasons. There, it's a, it's it's an anthology series, you know. So um, there's not like one thing that happens in one you have to see there, except there's like some actors that show up from season to season. 
um, but they're in different roles. Oh, thanks for spoiling it, too. Yeah. But I, I think you'll like the first season quite a bit. The second season, it's kind of, it takes place at a snow, like a resort type thing that's snowed in. And then the third season, which takes place in an, like a city, like in an apartment complex. So good. So good. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm anxious to see what you think of this when you when you get watching it. So, okay. uh, moving on, uh, we've got Trick or Treat Studios. Some news about them now. They have really really cool masks and props and stuff like that that they that they have. And they recently um, released a uh, Halloween Kills Michael Myers mask made from the same mold as the movie used mask. Which they're most known for. They do they do a lot of them from the same yeah. molds. Uh, most notably, though, like we saw in the Halloween Kills trailer, they're using their masks for the Silver Shamrock masks because those are the masks yeah. that, that that they put out for those uh, for that. Right, which are really cool, and you can pick them up at their website. I actually as almost well. bought those. Uh, recently. They're really nice. They're really yeah. nice recreated masks. Yeah. too, by the way, I'm still thinking of getting them, but. Little, yeah. little pricey, like trick 50, 60 bucks a piece. Say, but. Trick or Treat Studios does an amazing job. So, yeah, yeah so we kind of saw their work in the movie. I wouldn't be surprised if they weren't the ones making the screen use masks either. Yeah. I, I like that they actually put out a version that glow in the dark. Yeah. Yeah. Which says, For which they say, Halloween in the, 3, yeah. say in Halloween 3, they glow in the dark, but you don't ever really see You don't ever see it. <laughs> These actually glow in the dark. But they actually glow in the dark. Yeah. yeah. They have ones that do and don't. The ones that do not are like 10 bucks cheaper, yeah, but yeah. why not go all out? Yeah. If you're yeah. going to buy, if you're going to spend 10 bucks, spend 10 bucks. If you're already right. spending 50, what is 60? Like, let's be honest, like, yeah, at right. the same time. Yeah. Well, this mask is going to be sixty nine ninety nine, and it's uh, started shipping. It started shipping on uh, August 13th, so. Sweet. You can get it now. I, I mean, if I right now wasn't saving up, like, everything to basically go to New York Comic Con, which is coming up in October, I probably would buy one of these just to have it, uh, just as a little piece in the office here. But, uh, yeah. Actually, to be honest with you, I'd buy the Silver Shamrock mask yeah. uh, first. But those are so those cool. Are, those mm-hmm. look amazing. Uh, yeah, the pumpkin so, one. I don't know why it's my favorite. So I just think it's funny that we saw those masks in the trailer for Halloween Kills, and then next thing you know, they're they're putting out this mask yeah. as well. So obviously, they worked out some kind of deal because well, was these were already the out. They were they were in Halloween 2018 too. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I, obviously, they have some kind of deal. Oh, yeah, 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 With uh, the the makers of the, those movies to do the masks and such, right? And it's cool that they're passing them on to everybody else. I agree. Uh, Stranger Things Season 4, we haven't really heard much about this uh, lately, but they had a little teaser trailer uh, recently, and uh, it's basically announced. We don't have a date yet, we don't have a month yet, but it is going to be coming in 2022. That's so the 2021 way, is out. I just want to point this out. That's the Netflix way, Mike. They never give you a date. Not until, like, right before. Like, right before. Like, like yeah. three days before it releases, like, we'll like find out. We've, uh, I, I always figured it was going to be 2022. I wouldn't even be surprised. I know some people are saying it's going to try to come early in 2022. I think they're going to do what they did the last season and put it on July 4th. That's just my personal take. Or close to July 4th. I could be wrong. I, I hope I am because I'd like to see it sooner than later. But I feel like that's what they're going to do with it because they had so much Give success. Give you a holiday weekend or something. Well, maybe. well, it had so much success. They, they, the had the re- they, still could, they continue to have the record for streams because yeah. people binged it on July 4th. It was a smart idea. Yeah, it was. So I don't see why you want to go back to that well. Right. Uh, so that's the first thing. And also, uh, so... But you could you never know. Right now, we're waiting to see if uh, we're really going to get uh, season four of Cobra Kai in December. Because originally it's slated for January of 2022, but there's been rumor from Netflix for a while that they might drop it in December, and then they just put out the trailer for I it. I hope so. I'm hoping Christmas Day. You know I why? I keep telling people, Christmas Day, and then I don't have to go anywhere but sit home and watch Cobra Kai. Absolutely. And you know why? Because Cobra Kai never dies. That's right. It's fucking amazing. But I'm just saying, that's how they operate. Yeah. You won't know until literally a few the weeks day, away. Like did, five did, minutes before. Did, did, you ever realize, did you ever notice that Netflix basically operates the same way Prince used to operate? Hey yes. guys, all right, listen. <laughs> Prince wants you to wants you to meet him at some point. When he'll call you. Yeah, 
listen, Netflix is going to drop a, a new show. Oh, really? When? We'll let you know. <laughs> you I'll know, like, schedule for the next three years. Every other company, when they do a big major release or something, like like a like a like a press release, they always have a date or an estimated date. Like yeah. they'll even tell you like fall of twenty twenty two or something. Yeah. Netflix is just like. Yeah, it's coming soon. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's done when it's done. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of respect that. Like they, Same here. They, they, they don't like say, they don't put like an unreasonable cap on it. They're like, okay, we're working on it. Once it's finished, we'll let you know. Do you know what I mean? So, so it, it almost feels like it. they don't like put like that kind of pressure on right. the people creating their content. And that's fucking awesome, you know? I agree with you. I, it, it, honestly, that's probably the best way because then people are just starting banging down the door. I thought that the nice thing about here is remember Stranger Things for the longest time, the creators wanted to take like a five-year gap yeah. between seasons three and four or two and three, whichever one it was, and they weren't they weren't going to allow them to do it because it's such a popular show. Right. Well, they kind of got their wish. They got it like a close to it. They got a three-year gap. They got yeah. a three-year gap. Yeah. yeah, people are really really anxious to get to get this. I don't after season. I, I feel like season three almost should have been the end of it with the way that Ooh, ended. So what good, a yeah, great, so good. great so good. season that was. I don't know that they're ever going to be able to top because that. of you. Because of you and Ron, I didn't watch the finale. I watched the whole season, but the finale for two weeks. I didn't watch the finale, even though I could have. Because they were like, "Oh man, it's going to make you cry." I'm like, "I'm not watching the fucking finale." Then, and then of course, I've, of Niagara course, I had, Falls. I had, I had, I had to watch it. And then, yes, Niagara Falls. It was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> it was a, it was a great episode, but I didn't want to be emotionally tied to something. Yeah. I was like, "Son of a bitch." Yeah, it was. That was something else. I just, I don't know. It just felt like that should have been the end of it. No way. No, I mean, I, I want more. more. God damn it! Every year, every year, forever. I want, I want sign those kids for the rest of, of their lives. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> like they did for Harry Potter. Come yes, on. exactly. There you go. Uh, we got more Netflix news. Uh, Mike Flanagan's Midnight Mass is going to be premiering on Netflix on September 24th, so we have a date for that. Not good. Well, yeah, because it's coming close. Once again, September 24th is only around the corner, a little over a yeah. month. Uh, so once they get real close, that's when they let you know. Like, it's 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 smart, though. Yeah. It's smart, because it's already that. done. Flanagan? It's oh, going to be good. It's, 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 it's Flanagan. It's, yeah. it's going to be fine. I like that he's directing all of them again. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's not just yeah. He's not. I thought that's where uh, season two of, um, whatever it was called, the Haunting of Blind Manor. Right? He directed one or two of those, didn't he? But he yeah. didn't do the whole season. It, I, right. It just wasn't as good of a series. Is I, I agree. I I, I I really liked it. Uh, I liked it more as it got going, but I almost quit after like the third or fourth episode because I just really did not like it. But Flanagan is something special, you know. Like, you know, the the first one was way tighter because. It's one person doing it. I mean, and he's so good. Yeah. So I'm, I, you know, I, 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 I dug Bly Manor, but I, you know, it wasn't as good as Hill House, and I'm glad that he's doing all yeah. of Midnight Mass. Hill House is one I still go back every October and I watch. It's like a Halloween season tradition at this point for me. Yeah. So good. I'm right. glad horror shows are in 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 vogue, if you will, right now. I mean, yes. I'm really yeah. happy about that. And the reason why Did is you ever because think the day would come. Right. No. Well, here's the <laughs> thing. Somebody like Mike Flanagan, this is perfect for him. He is a long storyteller. So he like him to get the job done. First of all, all of his movies run like two hours, except for like or except for uh, uh, Hush. Hush is like an hour and yeah. a half. But like most of his movies run very close to two hours. And then, trust me, I felt every and, minute and, of Oculus. And I was gonna say, and even more, and, you know, and, and in some cases, even more. Stop. But uh, <laughs> but you know what? When you get to have a, a series where you can do eight, nine, ten, eleven, whatever how amount of episodes you want to do. He gets to tell a great story, and I think that's why season one, where he was telling the story the whole time, you think it's so much better because he really elaborated the story he wanted to tell. Right. When, you, when you start chopping it up, 
it gets to be a different people's directions. You know, we've all seen this in movie franchises and in TV shows. Once you get too many chefs in the kitchen, this guy on his episode wants to take this a certain way, but that's not what the overall feel was. It's it's a weird... That's why I always hate the shows when they have different directors. Yeah. I think that, you know, you should fire off, get somebody who its idea was, and have them direct the whole damn thing. Uh, we ran into that problem in the Star Wars universe, of course, and I mean, I don't care what you thought about the last three movies. It is what it is. But if you think about it, J.J. Abrams took the story one way with Force Awakens and then like Ryan Johnson went okay we're just gonna go like completely over <laughs> here somewhere and it was just like oh so then by the time you come back it's 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 two different guys and two different visions if you would have had one guy with one vision I'm not saying it would have been great but it wouldn't have gone off the reservation I just want to go on, on record that I just want to high five Ryan Johnson <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> listen you know you had Force Awakens, which was, you know, I liked it the first time when it was called A New Hope. And then you've got, uh, <laughs> this is on popular opinion time, and then you've got The Last Jedi that just shits on it. And I'm like, yes, thank you. Please, please, just br- give me more of that. The movie was nearly unwatchable. I disagree. I like The Rise of Skywalker. I actually like lot. that, too. I, I, I Truthfully, I like that, I, too. I'm going to throw it out with you. I, I'm with Mike on this. I, I, Last Jedi was a rough one. Ugh, listen, there was a lot of stuff put in there. There was two hours like, plus. That's amazing. Dude, I love and, it. And they, and they made the one mistake, <laughs> the one mistake in that movie that I will never forgive Ryan Johnson for. There's one mistake. Finn should have died. He should have died heroically with the cannon. Because yeah. there was no fucking point in bringing. Well, him you back. know what? There's always hope. There's always hope with the Snyder cut. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. If uh, they just let really Zack Snyder Zach, do his vision no, 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 for no, the no, Last ready, Jedi. Ready for this? You already heard it. Zack Snyder did direct a cut of the Last Jedi. <laughs> it's going to be coming to you someday in a five-hour form. It's going to be. We want the Snyder cut. It's going to be start that up and see how many people. Are like, jump <laughs> I know on board. it's going to be black and white. It's going to be a like a silent film aspect ratio. The Cantina Band the whole time. That's all you hear. Is yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. <laughs> oh, jeez, I miss the WB frog. Yeah, I, I know. Well, <laughs> 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 uh, I got one more piece of news that uh, deals with Netflix here, and that's uh, Wednesday, which is, of course, the uh, spinoff of the uh, the Adams family, and we got some casting news this week. And that's exciting news because we now know who's going to be playing Gomez and Morticia. Gomez will be played by the great Luis Guzman, not not Luis Gomez, as I said in our <laughs> Luis Guzman, and uh, Catherine Zeta Jones is going to be playing Morticia. Perfect. Or, I I I, yes. I love both of these picks. Luis Guzman is so funny. Dude. Actually, the other night, have you guys seen the movie Waiting? Yes, yes. of course. Yeah. Was Rodimus? I think was his name in that yes. movie. He everybody in that movie was fantastic. He kills me in that movie. Oh, he's great. He's, yeah, he's always, always funny. I, I think this is going to be great. I, I, I love the castings, and uh, the only thing I can hope for now is uh, Danny Trejo as cousin it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I let him keep. Let him Just keep the, the tattoos. Let him, on listen, his chest. He, listen. He can be Uncle Fester, and he can keep the hair and tattoos. Don't care. I don't care if it's a different look. I just need <laughs> Danny Trejo somewhere. Got to get him in there. Danny Trejo somewhere. Uh, I just want to throw this out there. Uh, what's going a little unnoticed about Wednesday, it is it is directed completely by Tim Burton. Yeah. Tim Burton is the one bringing this to all of us, which is good and bad. Because it means that it's going to look amazing because that's what he does. But hopefully he brings the story with it. Because a lot of times I think where Tim Burton movies have failed, especially in recent memory, is story. It yeah. almost look amazing. Well, as long as we get Johnny Depp in the movie playing every role, I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's is one of those projects where he has no Johnny Depp. But I, I want to. Or th- does he? Yeah, you never know. He could maybe be. he'll be playing Pugsley. Could know. be. <laughs> could be. Uh, but no, I, I, I think I have faith in him for this one. I mean, yeah. 
It's been a lot of. It's been a long time. There's been a, a few rough movies, if shall you say, for uh, Tim Burton. I, I don't. I personally, and I can take heed for this. Don't think he's done anything great since Big Fish. But uh, I never finished that movie. Every movie he's made looks it. amazing. Dark Shadows. Oh, eh, Dark Shadows wasn't bad. You're I right. like Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. No, it wasn't I bad. Couldn't finish that. No, no, it wasn't bad. I, I'll agree with. But I mean, I don't think it's as legendary as Big Fish. Big Fish is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I and I like I like Big Fish too. I, I don't. I think his for me, I think his last great, great, great film was um, Sleepy Hollow. I could agree with that as well. I could agree with that. That was awesome in theaters. That was yeah. dude, it's that awesome. Theater it was, was cool. awesome in theaters, but it was also awesome in rewatch. It's still re- once again because his movies look amazing. Yeah. I will give him that. His his artistic value of cinematography is amazing. Yeah. The problem is that sometimes there's a lack of story. I mean, that explains the Planet of the Apes movie. Just gonna throw that out there. Nothing explains the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> <laughs> Not even what cocaine. I remember. God, I remember watching that fucking piece of shit and going, God, did like. This looks like somebody tried to remake the time machine, the Guy Pierce time machine. <laughs> oh jeez! Like, 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 it, but like, if somebody like described to somebody who hadn't seen the Guy Pierce time machine, just described it to them, and then said, "Okay, go remake this." <laughs> here that, we go. Here we go. Then you got like you know the ape barber shop and the like. What the like? What the hell was going on? There's there's a lot of years where it was funny because I ruined a, a friend a friend of ours. I ruined the I ruined Alice in Wonderland for him because when I found out Tim Burton was doing, he was all excited to go see it. I'm like, listen, it's a Tim Burton film, so it's going to look amazing, but somehow he's going to ruin that story that's only been uh, that's been around for over a hundred years. He comes <laughs> back from the theory, he's like, "Fuck you, asshole!" Is exactly what happened. He's like, "The story sucked, but it looked amazing." <laughs> I was like, "I told you, I, I don't I don't know what it is." You're like, not, and I, at one point I, in Jokester, he told amazing stories as well. well how, what about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, that was creepy. And destroyed shit. that. See, I I I, I kind of like both of those. Uh, for, uh, okay, for, I, for reasons, but for, you know, it, it, it changed the story, story so but, much. But though. there really was like a dividing line with Tim Burton. Like, like there are, I, like I, I can honestly say I enjoyed Alice. I can honestly say I enjoyed. Um, right, I'm not saying not that, to enjoy, but, it. but like it, after Sleepy Hollow, and some people would put it a little earlier than that. But after, like after Sleepy Hollow, it, it's the dividing line really is Planet of the Apes. I think he kind of, I think that like got in his head or something. I, I can, you could be right. You know, you could definitely because be about it. there is a big difference between Beetlejuice and Alice in Wonderland, uh, and even the Batman know? movies. The Batman honestly, movies, right? Batman and Batman Returns are great movies. Oh, he was. I mean, look at it. I mean, he was on that role. I mean, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, you know, Edward the ba- Scissorhands, Edward comes Scissorhands comes there, Beetlejuice, the Batman movies. Uh, you know, even Mars Attacks. I, I, I even I like Mars. Mars Attacks, Attacks actually really good. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Like he had a run that was like. Ed Wood, come on! Ed Wood's great. Dude, Ed Wood is actually really good. It's That's really good. Movie. Like he was, nobody gets that good of a run. So, no. so if he doesn't make another good movie, I, oh yeah, you I know agree. what he should remake? Care. I'm telling you right now, just just think, just just open up your minds for one second and stick with me here. House of a Thousand Corpses. I'm oh, in. Geez. Actually, it would be interesting. <laughs> Tim I Burton's in. House of a Thousand Corpses. Could you imagine, could you imagine Johnny Depp as He just Dr. goes Sane? and he remakes all of Rob Zombie's <laughs> movies. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I, I, Tim Burton's Three from Hell. <laughs> Tim Tim Burton's H2. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, Burton's, Tim Burton's Halloween. Actually, Tim Burton's Lords of Salem. Now, tell me nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Actually, I'm all no, in. No, seriously, tell me nobody wants to see that. His, 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 uh, his ex-wife is in it and everything. Yeah. <laughs> How bad is that? He still puts his ex-wife in everything, yeah. even though she's remarried. Oh, about yeah. Because she's, she's now married to Sasha Baron Cohen. 
That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And she used to be his wife. And I'm fine with that. Gus, it's good to have a good relationship with your ex-wife, but it's still kind of weird that he puts her in fucking everything. I'm waiting to find out what she's going to play in the ad- in the Wednesday show. <laughs> uh, probably the same thing she plays in every Tim Burton movie. hi <laughs> <laughs> All I know is she's going to have crazy hair. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But then again, he does too. Yeah. He's got very Phil Spector-like hair. <laughs> He's got Edward Scissorhands hair. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That was in his image, that guy. Yeah. I mean, he did try to have Nick Cage have long hair to be Superman when that was a thing. Oh. That was weird. I uh, would have killed to see that movie. But I, I want that movie. I, I want I want to just slip into the alternate universe where they actually fi- finish that movie. Do you think you just, like, see the documentary? Lose his mind somewhere in it? I, I actually haven't, no. No, you have to see the documentary. I know I have to. I, you have to see it. I, I'll find where it is for you, but it is fucking phenomenal. Listen, there are only... There's, two things I need in my life. It's Nick and Cage. That's all I need. That's yeah. everything I need in my life. Listen, they were trying to make that movie like a canon film. It's hilarious. <laughs> the glowing, bring back, bring that back glowing suit. Oh, yes, bring back. I'm, I'm so in. That's why every sequel to me is uh, whatever to the electric boogaloo from now until the hell freezes over. <laughs> I don't care. Halloween to the electric boogaloo. I don't care if it's a sequel. It needs to have that title. Yeah. Yeah, we can get Nicolas Cage in the next Halloween sequel. I don't know. Dude, I actually... You know what? Honestly, I would enjoy that. And the reason why I would enjoy that is because he's killing it in horror movies. He can movies. play Dr. Loomis. He, Dude, he is killing it in horror movies. Yes, he is. He can play a young Dr. Loomis. No, you know what? He should be, no the, son of, he should be the son of Dr. Loomis. Ugh, they were talking about that Dude, at one that would point. Dude, that would actually be cool with Nick Cage. Because the way he plays manic and frantic, yeah. it would look fucking cool, man. Yeah. Honestly. The, I want to see him. I shot him six times. Yo, I shot him six times. He just loses his yeah, mind. Yeah, he just loses his mind. And just for Diesel. He, oh, uh, the V. All of a sudden, all of a sudden he's like, he shares this tender moment with Lori, and he just looks at it and he goes, I could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's what I'm here for. Oh, my God. Give me back the bunny. Give me <laughs> back the bunny. Dude, Con Air, arguably one of the greatest movies ever. I'm sorry. If you don't agree with that, arguably, what are you watching? Arguably, I, it's better than Citizen Kane. <laughs> I was more entertained. I'll put it that way. Arguably, <laughs> wow, dude. Hey, listen, that movie's great. And think about how many people who went on to be megastars are in that film. And it was eh, well, some of them were already megastars, but there's a lot that went on. Like Dave Chappelle was still on the upcoming in that movie, so it wasn't Danny Trejo. That was like one of his first. Like he was that and fucking from Dust Till Dawn at that point in Juncture. <laughs> yeah, he was more of like just like a side character. Yeah, actor now now point, he's become like he's become the man Steve of legend. Steve Buscemi was no. well. He was already on his way, but he was big. that made him bigger. He was. I mean, great. John Malkovich yeah. is is great in that movie. John John Cusack. That was like the rebirth of Cusack's career. His yeah. career yeah. died off a little bit. I and forgot then he back. was in that. He was the cop, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great movie. And Bubba, Bubba from Forrest Gump. Oh, he's, oh yeah. He's, he's, the, he's his friend with the, the insulin. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's Bubba. Right. Okay. Benjamin Bubba. Bubba. Blue. <laughs> I, one time in that movie, I wish they would have just yelled that. I wish while they were sitting on the plane. I wish there was a conversation between that character and Steve Buscemi's character where he just was telling them all about shrimp. You got the fry shrimp <laughs> and the gumbo this shrimp. This reminds me, you know, that, that's shrimp a remake right there, too. Rob Zombie's Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that wouldn't be don't, the greatest don't, thing don't worry, ever. It could happen. Listen. Rated NC-17. I, I can't wait for the Munsters. Oh, that's going to be something. That's going to be something. There is no way that's going to be a family-friendly I just want to throw this thing. out there, though, uh, before we move on, going back to you wanting him... To do uh, the the Rob Zombie to do Forrest Gump. Have you ever read the Forrest Gump book? The novel no. is based off of no. The novels are this big, yeah. So it's like a hundred and fifty pages, and it's fucking epic. 
I, I, I can't repeat off air. I will repeat the line in the beginning of the book that killed me. It's on page fucking one. But uh, if anybody who hasn't read it, if you had a chance, read it. Look at the audio book. It's, it's an amazing listen. It, it's, it's really a, a, a decent, funny book. You would not be. It's, it's adult as fuck. Don't okay. let your kids read it. But I'll don't talk to you guys off the air it. because I don't want to. I don't want to offend anybody because the first page is awful offensive. Okay. I'm just gonna say that. But uh, let's move on. What do we got next? Uh, what do we have next? Uh, I've completely we lost my place after all this uh, ta- this uh, Tim Burton talk here. We got some fan th- films. We do. Uh, before I get to those though, Amazon's. I know what you did last summer has its premiere date finally, October fifteenth. There you go. Uh, the way they're going to be releasing this is they're going to actually do the first four episodes that day. So the first four episodes, October 15th, then they'll release a new episode each Friday leading up to the epic season finale on November 12th. That's not surprising. That's something Amazon does all the time. Uh, Usually they do like one to three episodes uh, because I know when they launched, um, well, every time they do the boys, they do about three. They do the first three and then the rest. And then uh, when they did, uh, what is it, Incredible? They did... uh, one episode or two episodes of that, so they, that's kind of like their calling card. Shutter do a couple. does a similar thing, and then and then give for then slowly drag you along after that, which is fine. Once again, I've understood why they do this. The Disney philosophy on this, and when Disney came in and did it on Disney Plus, is it's simple. You can either get that one day of binge watching or that one week of binge watching where social media is a buzz for you, and then it starts to die off, or every week you can sustain that buzz. Because think about it, every week they sustain the buzz, and and it's a smart way of doing business. Yeah. You know what's funny about it? it, it you know, I think Netflix changed the game and then Disney tried to change it back. And now you've got this weird hybrid scenario where some people are going to put out the whole thing. You know, Netflix will put out the whole thing. And then some people are going to be like, well, no, we're going to do the traditional format to try to get, you know, most people like to binge. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> you get know? The, I get the binging, but I but, find it more, I find it easier for me to watch shows every week. Yeah, I guess I, I guess in a way I do I, I I appreciate that. I don't like it when a show comes out and all of a sudden all the spoilers hit in headlines and oh, shit that's like that. Like bullshit. Just, I, I just want to just. Punch that's why there's an embargo. People. Well, there should be. I mean, we here at Six Hundred Seven Podcast we do observe the seventy-two hour embargo. Mm-hmm. However, and then even even after that, we put the warnings in and everything. If we're going to talk spoilers about anything that's coming out, like the weird part about all of it is everybody's trying to get that click money. That's all it is. We, yeah, we are in a yeah. commerce where click money. And so these companies don't care that they're ruining a product for other people by, by just going out and being like, well, by the way, you know, this, this, and this happened. And every and it's the bigger companies. It used to be just the small people, and you could just, like, not pay attention to it. Now I've noticed, like, Screen Rant and Watch Mojo and shit like that are putting out the spoilers right, day of. Right. Like, day of. Like, can you, you know, this thing came out at, at midnight. Can you give us until... 8 a.m. Even no, even 8 a.m. Right. <laughs> even even worse. Disney Plus shows come out at three o'clock in the morning, and by four thirty in the morning, there's spoilers by major companies. Yeah. Somebody literally, and I mean, it's their job to stay up and watch. And that's what they do, or get up early and watch. Like the average person, especially if you're working first or second shift, you know, maybe the second shifter might still be awake, maybe. But like most people who are working first or second shift are asleep at three o'clock in the morning. I, like when I search for things on the internet anymore, I like I I sort of like tailor my newsfeed like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll like i'll go incognito to look up things because that way i don't get all the suggested things that have all the spoilers you know yeah that's that's, that's like that's it. like you know because i mean it's just like come on this just came out right. but um but i am uh 
I'm excited. Just know that I'm excited. You're excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. And as you well. just can't hide it. And I just can't hide it. Yeah. I'm still just hoping that at one point in juncture she spins in a circle and is asked what what do they want from her. But I, not, hope, not, I still not hope that it's Jennifer actually Jennifer. Love, I hope not it's the her. Jennifer Love Hewitt form of what do you want from me? I I need it to be like the song. What do you want from me? No. I I hope that she runs into a picture and just what are you waiting for, huh? Yeah. What are you waiting for? And then she just like runs out, and that's it. That that'd be I'd funny. be fine with that. I'd, I'd be fine. I'd be fine with that. Uh, American Horror Stories Stories has been renewed for a second season. No surprise there. I mean, it's a spinoff of one of the most successful t- shows on television. So yeah, I think they're just ex- anticipating it being successful. I haven't watched any of this yet. Have you guys seen this? No, no. I don't have Hulu. A lot of people are complaining about it. I'm curious. Every kind of mixed I will reviews. check it. You know what? I will check. I will do everybody a favor and check it out. I'll add I'm my gonna, rotation because I, I do have. Actually, Hulu. I'm going to see okay. it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it too. Yeah, I've heard mixed things like bloodydisgusting.com. They've liked a couple. They have not liked a couple. My the season is, finale was this past week, and I think they really liked that one. My problem is, or no, there's one more. We already one. have a great anthology show as is, and that's Creep Show. So now you're going into like, and I mean, I understand the other one is an anthology show in title only because it's a season long anthology show, but I'm talking about episodic anthology. You already have Creep Show. So you're kind of diluting your own uh, pool, if you will, by adding a second show when the other one does just fine at it. And uh, the other one gets rave reviews from people, and Shutter's gotten a shit ton of people to sign up just for Creep Show. Mm-hmm. And then after signing it, showing it on AMC, even more people signed up so they could see the new season. Like it's, yeah. and think about it, Shutter is a very niche. I mean, we love it, but it's a very niche streaming service. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's made for people like us who love horror movies, but that's it. Like, there's no nothing else, no other reason. If you don't like horror movies, like Diesel has no reason to watch Shutter ever. Well, the Notebook is on there. Well, he, he has no reason to watch Shutter ever. Yeah. <laughs> is there a more horrifying movie than the no. Notebook? And I avoid the notebook like the plague. The way Mike C. avoids rewatching The Exorcist is how I re, uh, how I dodge watching the notebook. I have never seen it and There's will never so see it. something so beautiful and simplistic about Nicholas Sparks' writing, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think with, with uh, American Horror Stories uh, and, and in relation to something like Creepshow or something like that, like American Horror Story really made a, a, a horror TV mainstream. Like, oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. like absolutely. suddenly everybody wanted to see it. So, and now... American Horror Story, uh, which I which I still personally love, I, I, um, it, it's not as special at this point. So I think they're like trying to reclaim their crown. You know, they're starting to do some spinoffs. Did you see? I see that they're they just announced two other spinoffs in like different genres. It's it's like re- like it's a romance yeah. and a, and a something else. I I forget what it was. Oh, FX did. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. Well, they tried American crime whatever stories. crime stories, yeah. which the O.J. Simpson one was kind of eh. Yeah. Ready ready for this one. The reason, the reason they're doing it, and you can blame it all on The Walking Dead, because AMC, or you know, doesn't have the belief that The Walking Dead is dying. They're like, oh, we're just getting started, so they keep spinning it off, <laughs> and 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 so now FX is like taking that mentality, like American Horror Story. It's point. not, it's not, it's not slacking. It's building up, and as you point out, it did bring horror television back, and I'm I'm very happy about it. And I like a lot of the seasons, but with that being said, there's been some very bad seasons of American Horror Story, and now what you're doing is you're taking probably the ideas that you couldn't flush out for a season of it, and you're turning it into 30 minute long mini episodes, and you're just like, yeah. what, <gasps> what came first? Was it American? I think The Walking Dead actually came first. I think The Walking Dead did come first, but I mean, it's they're they're apples and oranges too. Well, true. I mean, you're dealing but with horror television, and, horror television, but between the really? two things, though, I, I think mean, Dead was Walking there before. Dead's, I think American it was. Stories? Let me let me let me check. But I let me get the. You might be one. right, but I, I, I kinda, American Horror Story is coming up on. This is their tenth season, isn't it? Maybe I just didn't give a shit about The Walking Dead. <laughs> Maybe that's what the is this their ninth was. or their tenth season. 
I, uh, I don't even remember. It's been around for about 10 years. But so the first, Walking Dead's the first episode of Walking Dead came out on October 31st, 2010. I can tell you that much. So that's in 11. Yeah, that, that's that's first in time. season 11. Because okay. they're not in, up to 11 seasons in, in this. Although there wasn't but, but, a season last year, yeah, though. Yeah, there's, there's some. They skipped around a few things. Uh, an American Horror Story, October 5th, 2011. So a year later. Uh, a year later. Okay. Okay. Year. But between the two of them, I mean. Yeah, so yeah, you, you for, do have to give credit to, to Walking Dead. That, that also did. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. yeah. yeah well, yeah. once again, but I'm just saying the, the problem is, is that American Horror Story and American Horror Stories is two different kind of. Believe it or not, yes, they're set in the same kind of vein, but they're two separate entities. Yeah. And American Horror Stories is more going after that old Tales from the Crypt, Tales from the Dark Side, Twilight yes, Zone yes. image. And Creep Show's already doing that, and it's doing it very well. Right. So it's hard to have a second show when you compare it, because fans are, that are streaming can compare the two. And one of these things is not like the other. Creep, uh, Creep Show, from what I've seen, Creep Show has been... I mean, I haven't seen, a, a, admittedly, the American Horror Story ones, but I've heard mixed reviews. Whereas I've seen Creep Show, and I've also seen the reviews. And the reviews are all stunning, and yeah. the show itself, for my own is excellent. I, I still look, have a lot been more a couple of stories watch, that but. I like better than others, of course. That's how an anthology series works. There, there is a couple of the, the stories that I'm like, eh, that wasn't the greatest story. But then the next one, I'm like, oh, it's amazing. And and for all of us, it could be different because it depends on what you tune into. The nice thing that Creep Show has done is they have done different stories. So, like, there's something for everybody. There's the haunted house story. There's the creature feature. There's the possessed, whatever. They've done it. So they're they're mixing it up, and that's what American Horror Stories is trying to be. So it's right. kind of you, you know what I mean. It's kind of almost copycat. I'm not saying it is copying, but it's kind of that's how people look at it. Whenever you have two identical things, people are going to start comparing and contrasting, and one of them will not be like the other. Sure. One thing with American Horror Story, the the original thing that I would like to see is a more simplistic approach to it. I, I really would. I mean, they go so over the top with everything. That's true. Like I I cannot stand Sarah Paulson. She's just so what? over Whoa. the top. The season, what was the the political one? The one when Trump first won? Oh, the uh, cult. Cult. The whole episode, she's, oh, the clowns. I'm afraid of the clowns. Oh. She would have not done well in the, uh, I the carnival. I hated one. her. <laughs> I hated her because of that. Oh, I, 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 she was I, so bad. Well, I think... 1984 uh, was my favorite season of it, I think, because she wasn't in it. So. Uh, you know, 1984 is my favorite season. Dude, Actually, Asylum is my favorite 1984 season. 1984 was really good. 1984 started out rough for me, and it just kept getting it better. Because really it stopped. It, it was more simple. It just they they did everything in the first couple of episodes, and I was like, "Where are they going to go with this for eight or nine episodes?" And then they just made fun of themselves, and it was fun. It it, it that's that's it. Like, I think they, you know, you compare that to something like Roanoke, which took itself dead seriously. Ugh, Roanoke was so bad. Yeah, I liked the first half. And the first then, couple of episodes and, were great, and then it, I, you know, I I I'm with the mainstream consensus on this that it. But I think that's part of it. It took itself so seriously, it was no fun. 1984 and, and 1984 was the first season that did had, not. Had a lot, well, I wouldn't necessarily say Matthew Morrison? That. I don't know. Cause there's the a guy lot from of Glee? Yeah. I, I How point, great was he? He's great, yeah. I just want to point this out. I, I, I don't think it was the first season. I think it was the first season that didn't take itself seriously like as a, as a whole. It, it treated it like an 80s slasher film, sure. which is kind of tongue-in-cheek to begin with. But I, I, I would go back. A lot of them had some humor in it, and even like Hotel. I love Hotel. Hotel's had a my lot of great, second favorite. Dude, I love that's Hotel. the only one I haven't watched. Any dude, of. you should watch. I you watched an episode on a half but of Apocalypse Hotel, and turned it off and never went back, and I never will. Ready for this? Hotel has a lot of great tongue-in-cheek moments. Yes, a lot, including like including the first like kills you see. 
uh, I'm not going to give it away. You need to watch it. I mean, I know it's not giving away for some of our listeners, but for you, you need to watch it. I don't want to give anything away. I'm just saying Diesel would have been very comfortable in that in that show. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. Hotel Hotel is, a, is and Ga- a Lady Gaga fun. is fucking amazing, and she is amazing. Yes, she was one of the reasons I didn't want to watch. Dude, it I can't she stand is. Her. She wanted. She's so She good. won an Emmy, and uh, for good reason. That show was. She is. She was amazing. S- you're you're gonna dig it, especially with Sarah as you Paulson get her. in that season. Yeah, and uh, I, but honestly, she's she's a lot more restrained. If you're if you're complaining about her as her over the top stuff, she's actually a side character, and she's yeah. a lot more toned down. She, you don't, you're not going to get as much Sarah Paulson in that one as you do in like say Coven. You yeah, know, you know, like you're gonna. I don't think I minded her as much. And Co- Coven started out rough for me. I didn't watch that I, after like the first two, three episodes. I turned it off. I kept recording them. Yeah, it was like a year later when I finally went back and watched the rest of them. And by the end of it, I loved it. the The finale was a great yeah. episode. I, I had to, I had to revisit Coven. I didn't love it the first time, and I really dug it. The As- Asylum has been my favorite up to this point. I don't know going back and watching it now, having seen the rest of the seasons of it, that I would like it quite as much. Mm-hmm. But I really dug Asylum. There was just too much going on. You had zombies. You had possession. You had, you know, there yeah. there was all kinds of stuff that was going on, so it was a little too much. But I, I loved the atmosphere of that one, and I thought that the acting was good. The, Plus, ol- you had the only Jude. one, the only one, yeah, Sister Jude, the only one that I, I actively just do not like is Freak Show. Now, see, I, I was kind of like, I started out liking it, then I didn't, and by the end of it, I liked it again. I, like, I, I, like, I, I really like I really liked the me. first episode, and I liked the uh, John Carroll Lynch pepper, was great. The Pepper episode, oh, yeah, pepper oh was yeah, good he too. was good. But by the man, way, John Carroll Lynch is amazing. In 1984, his character there was some really he's just, touching he's just moments. amazing in everything. He really is. I mean, that God, was 1984. I, the serious moments of that were were involving his character. Channel Zero makes me want to just bash my head through a wall. But him in <laughs> the second season was like the one thing that I was like, oh, that's like he was in that show. Yeah. I didn't know that. I've never seen any of those. Yeah, don't waste your time. I heard that. But no, he's he's amazing. So, uh, okay, we got a few more things to talk about here. Uh, some some more of the fun things here. We got a couple, as you mentioned, uh, and, and we touched on already a little bit, but we got a couple uh, Friday the 13th fan films. Uh, one of them just released yesterday, so it's available now on YouTube, uh, and that's called Jason Rising. I know, Rich, you've seen it. I'm going to go home and watch it as soon as we're done recording today. Yes, I've seen it. I, uh, I, I stayed up last night. I actually watched it after my duties of watching the first episode of AEW Rampage. Jury's out. I, I, I think I think Jason Rising was slightly better. I'm gonna, and I'm not actually crapping on the wrestling portion. If you or as you call it, because I watched it too. As you call it, AEW Dynamite Light. Light. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But uh, anyways, half an episode. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the hour time. We'll say that. Uh, also, 55 <laughs> minutes is Jason Rising. Uh, it's very quick. Uh, I will say this for fans of the Friday the 13th movies. Uh, I won't give any spoilers. I'm just going to kind of bring you up to speed. This is a direct sequel to Final Chapter that takes place in a present time. So it ignores everything after Final Chapter. So basically, they, they, that's where they start the movie, although it's not the same place where where we find Jason in the original, but whatever. Well, you know, it's, it's a movie. He's not the Jarvis house. Right, it's a movie. Uh, cool, whatever, whatever. And then we get to uh, present day, and there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Uh, there is some weird fever dream kind of shit. I'm going to be honest with you. This was shot very well. The atmosphere is very good. Uh, it's definitely worth a watch. And then when it kicks into the Friday portion, like, where, you know, the actual Jason stuff, super cool. There's some weird stuff, like I said, and uh, super crazy cameo to end out the movie that I really dug. So they kind of took a nod from Never Hike Alone and give you this fucking awesome cameo at the end. That is, uh, it, it's it's a good shocking moment. That's pretty cool. 
That's just cool. all I'm going to say. But there's some, really, there's some really fever dream kind of shit in this movie. Uh, but it also has a lot of tongue-in-cheek moments that I enjoyed. I was telling you guys earlier, keep your eyes open. There is there is a shot at the Friday the 13th lawsuit. By the way, fuck Sean Cunningham. <laughs> uh, in this movie, that made me laugh out loud and not, not just choking for the LOL. It was actually fucking hilarious. Uh, so they got very creative. I thought, like I said, the acting was decent for a fan film. You're not going to get like an Oscar winning a performance, but it's also based on an no. 80s horror movie. And uh, on top of that, uh, it was it was very. I, I think it was worth. It's a worth a watch. If I was rating it on the three fat nerd scale, I would give it the the three ranking, which is the meh, which is uh, it's, it's, it's 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 it's. I should come up with a better name than meh because that means watch it. It's entertaining. It's not the greatest movie. It's not it's not a bad movie. It's not something that you should run from. It is free on YouTube. Uh, I would love to see them. These guys do maybe not a sequel to this, but you know some other movie. I know Womp Stomp produced was one of the producers on the movie. Uh, Vicente Decente, uh, who is the uh, director of Never Hike Alone, is the producer on this movie. So he didn't he didn't direct this movie. Uh, we know that we're getting the sequels to Never Hike Alone coming out in the upcoming year 2022. So we have the two sequels uh, that uh, have Tommy Jarvis in them. So can't wait. This is a yeah. this is this is a really good movie though. So I can't I can't uh, wait for you guys to see it. I, I I like I said it's it's definitely entertaining. It is a fever dream at times. I know I'm going to get a message from you uh, when you see the one thing. It's early on in the movie. and You're going to be what the fuck am I watching? I said the same thing. Uh, <laughs> later on in the movie, it doesn't get much better for that thing. But whatever, it is what it is. <laughs> is this is this like Rob Zombie's Halloween two? Yes. Yes, I'm in. It, <laughs> That's all you needed ready, to ready? say. Yes and no. Oh, and, that I'm not in. So, no, 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 ready? I'm going to preface <laughs> it for the listeners because I don't want to give anything away. In Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, most of what happens is the fever dream is in people's heads, right? In this, the fever dream is real life. <laughs> Great. <laughs> So in other so words, it, so is this like David Lynch's Friday the Thirteenth? <laughs> I, I so want to tell you, but I want you to see it so it doesn't dilute you. Okay, all I right. so all like right. I want to yell out watch the it. one thing. All right, I'll go home and watch dude, it, dude. Put your girlfriend to you bed do, and go watch Horror Zone. Ready? Horror Zone. Right into the to, 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 you'll know when you see it exactly what it is. It's the plot point to bring back Jason, and you'll see it right away. I just promising you that, please message me as soon as you see it because <laughs> right. you're going to be like what the fuck but I promise when it gets into the Friday portion it is it's 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 pretty good it like, picks like, up like he it's it's got the atmosphere of a Friday the 13th movie a lot of like creepy moments stalking you know jump scary kind of like you know taking you back to that era they do a lot of good stuff like that and there is it, there isn't uh, you know whereas Vengeance kind of failed on some levels but had amazing kills this has just some pretty basic kills but it's still worthwhile Okay. They did a good job. Other than the gunfire in this is definitely CG added extra gunfire. But once again, I'm not going to take away for a fucking fan film. If this was like a real film, I'd be like, I'm just impressed that a fan film has CGI in it. Well, so. it's the it's the it's it's asylum levels of CG. They, <laughs> but once again, so, the oh difference boy. is so the, oh boy, ready? No, the different the difference is uh, there's a lot of practical in this too. But if you think about it, the the difference is is this is a fan film with no budget. And compared to an asylum film, which, which has no have, buzzer. Well, yeah, but it should still have better CGI. I mean, it is made for something. What was the Transformers? We don't know uh, what it's made. Tran- Transmorphers. Transmorphers. There we are. 
<laughs> Although, in, in theory, it's not any worse than any other uh, movie. At least they use real blood in this movie in comparison. Oh, so people I mean, really got shot. Okay. There's some, there's, no, well, there's, there's, there's a lot of practical. Some real there, death is, in the movie. there is some CG blood, but the CG blood effect was actually better than it's been in some of the, the major motion pictures we watched. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Final Destination movies. Ugh. Like Some of that CG blood was real bad. Yeah, some, some movies that I really, really enjoy with the CGI blood, it just drives me nuts. You know who the, the big one is for me? Devil's Rejects. Oh, yeah. I love the Devil's Rejects. You know I'm a huge See, Rob Zombie well. fan. But that is like the one thing. I'm like, oh, come on. You know. Although on. we could all agree the worst CG experience in any, in any movie is Halloween H2O. With the CGI Michael Myers mask. <laughs> I think that's it. Uh, but we do have another fan film to talk about. We do. It's not and quite it's, out yet. It's one that we've been excited about for a long time, and there hasn't really been a whole lot of news about it until recently. And that's uh, 13 Fanboy, which is directed in... Poss- I don't know if it was written by uh, De- Deborah Voorhees, who... That's her real name. Uh, but she was actually in Friday the 13th Part 5, the new... The new it was the new blood? beginning. Did the you, new, new beginning. beginning. Yeah. New beginning. Did you know that uh, Jason's real name initially was going to be Deborah? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we already decided it was going to be. It Rafe. was going to be Deborah Voorhees. Deborah Voorhees. Rafe Voorhees. Yes. Deborah Rafe Voorhees. Ah, there you go. Meteorologist Josh Voorhees. <laughs> Josh Voorhees. <laughs> but uh, she uh, she's uh, involved in this whole thing, and uh, we finally have a release date for that. It's going to be available on October twenty second. So we're two months away. A little synopsis for anybody who doesn't know, 13 Fanboy, uh, Deborah Voorhees. I do believe she also wrote it, but she definitely directed it. And uh, she brings back a lot of characters from all over the... Whole, not characters. Well, not characters. Actors, actors that, that were in the playing them series. Playing themselves. Yeah. Kane Hodder is in this movie playing himself. I know C.J. Graham's in this movie. Uh, I do believe that uh, there's there's some people who are no longer with us that are in this movie as well. I think so. I think, Steve, I think Steve Dash does have an appearance, because this is how long ago they shot it. I does do he? believe... I could be wrong, but I do believe that he has an appearance in this movie because this movie has been shot over a long period of time yeah and then of course got put on the back burner because of the the global pandemic uh but anyways the the synopsis of this film is that there's a fan of friday the 13th who is going around and killing the cast members of friday the 13th movies in jason style so there is no jason i don't know if this kid this guy wears the mask or not but i i would i i would hope he wears the hockey mask because that'd be awesome but it is a fan they never say because it's not jason it is a fan of the movies who is literally such is such a uh, his fandom is so great that he's killing off cast members right so i can't wait to see kane hotter die by the hands of some fan hey listen this is this is the problem with fanboys i mean really you know they at one point they just think they know everything and they start imitating their heroes so you know you know all about this. I think this is, by the way, I think this is actually a really good uh, setup I, for it. I get threatened all the time. You do. I owe. Yeah, mostly really by do. you. That's true. You like to watch The View? Is that what you said? I like to watch The View. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more of a talk fan. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, You're on the wrong uh, show. That's, that's very scary as well. <laughs> uh, got anything else, Mike? One last thing for this week's news, and that's uh, video game news. Evil Dead the Game uh, was, I believe, supposed to be coming out soon, but it's been pushed back uh, tentatively to February of 2022. Uh, but it is now going to include a single-player mode. Well, that just means in the video game world they're adding shit. That's yeah. all. Whenever no, they want to get it right, they want to get it right. Whenever, whenever a video game gets pushed back, that's all it means. Is they're adding stuff, and it, probably if there was no single player mode flushed out before, maybe they said, "Ah, we'll port this in," mm-hmm. or or they could also be looking to take advantage of maybe bigger sales for next gen systems because I I do believe it's going to be, be available on every system. I think so. Too, so yeah. I feel I feel like they might be doing that as well. But I don't think this is a, condem- a condemnation against them. We did get to see the alpha game already. 
because they did uh, they they put out an alpha gameplay video and it looks a lot of fun. It looks it kind of reminded me of the Friday the Thirteenth game. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Yeah, it looks just like Friday the Thirteenth. The game, the graphics look a little bit better. But, yeah, um, I'm a fan. I, I don't know if it's now they say it's going to have a single player mode. I hope this is an actual story mode because Friday the Thirteenth, the game kind of said that that was going to happen, and what we more got was an offline mode where it was just basically you could play once again against fuck, a computer. Fuck Sean Cunningham. Yeah, there was there them. was actually a, a, a single player mode in the game that was going to take you through like different movie things. Like you had to complete different. Like so, if every movie that was represented in the game, you would have to do kind of like story arcs for it. They weren't quite matching the movie, and then they kind of shit-canned it because they didn't have enough time to put it in due to the fact the lawsuit canceled everything. Right. Sons of bitches. But anyways, with that being said, that's going to bring us uh, to the end. If you guys want to talk to us about anything, including uh, you know anything we talked about today or anything you want us to talk about in the future, or if you just want to say hi and if you're really worried about the professor and his whereabouts, you know you can always hit us up on those social medias. We're HorrorZone607 on Facebook. We're at Horror Zone 607 on Twitter and Instagram. Use the hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show. Uh, 8122productions.com for all information about 8122productions, including this show. And uh, there's a lot of cool stuff up there. We just revamped it a little bit, including the links to twitch.tv slash 607podcast. Uh, go there as we add more and more stuff and do some live streaming things. And of course, uh, you can also find Patreon, patreon.com slash 8122productions uh, for as little as $1 a month. You get a ton of extra bonus content, including this show early and with some bonus in it. Uh, and, uh, you know, you help support everything we do here. And speaking of supporting, right now we have a brand new T Public store up. Uh, the link in is, is also on 8122productions.com. And as a matter of fact, all those links, including the website and the T Public store, are in the liner notes for this episode of the podcast, like they're in every episode. And yeah, you can go pick up a Horror Zone 607 logo shirt. We're going to have some more stuff on the way and different things. But uh, come on and support us, T Public store. Uh, once again, like I said, it helps pay for a lot of the stuff we have around here we appreciate your support and uh there's some pretty cool stuff going on down there so uh you can get shirts hoodies mugs all that great stuff with that being said though that's all i got for the people mike time to take them home all right sounds good thanks rich uh thank you uh maestro for being here this week always a pleasure you know it's really nice that you were here i feel good about this i, I do too i've been playing footsie with you the whole show so that was you that was me oh that was me i'm just you know rich gently I'm a disappointed uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was me too. At one point, but I think I just kicked. I think I just kicked the cable. Yeah, no, it was me. It was me. It was always me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> next week, uh, I I know we're going to be obviously talking about whatever news comes up over the next week. But uh, I think we're going to start doing uh, some reviews of the more recent uh, horror movies that have been out. That's right. Yeah. So uh, now that I've caught up to them, <laughs> so I've finally seen Spiral. I've finally seen A Quiet Place Part Two. Uh, I still need to see the the Purge. The Forever Purge. I haven't seen that yet either. Uh, it has. I'm not going to pay twenty dollars to rent it. So uh, I've been waiting for it to become available, which should be like any day. Did probably. you say that you've been waiting for this moment your whole damn life? I have. Oh lord, I truly have. Oh lord. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you once again uh, for our good friend Phil Collins for dropping by the studio this week. That was very nice of you, and uh, you know we hope you can be here more often. Maybe become a regular part of the panel here that would be really nice i'd i'd love to get phil collins take on rob zombie movies quite frankly so uh so uh thank you listeners each and every week for tuning in to us we appreciate it as you know uh and uh 
before you go, I just want to point out uh, something we were talking about. Keep your eyes open. Uh, we are going to be nailing down a new date uh, to do the shows. Uh, so, I mean, it's going to come to you every week, but it's going to come to you more frequently because we're going to be doing it on a weekday. Uh, so we're going to be uh, talking either Tuesday or Wednesday. So that means on Patreon, you'll get it the day it comes out. And then uh, everybody else will get it the day after. Uh, the day we record, I should say. And uh, so keep your eyes on that. It's going to be starting probably next week. So, well, not this upcoming week because this is your show for this week, but the week after. You know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Damn. What do you mean? I'm, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh! But anyways, I would have played the sound clip, but uh, I have it all tuned up for the music we're going to play at the end. Because that's what I was going to before we go. Before we go, we got to give a big shout out to uh, the Jasons. Ah, the Jasons. Love those guys. told us that we could uh, you know, use their music. They played a big show in West Virginia on yep. Friday the 13th. Go figure. They, great day for them to play. Hopefully, we get to see them uh, again in the near future live. Uh, but you hopefully, can we'll get them on the show. Yeah, sometime. Hopefully, uh, but you can find them on Spotify, Bandcamp, and uh, YouTube Music. Now I almost said Google Play Music because that's what it was forever. And uh, this song is called "I Can't Stop Killing." And it's off the Get Fucked album. <laughs> I wish I was joking. <laughs> Check that out anywhere you get great music. Mike Catch C. your title. Take Mike C. Take these people home once again. All right. <laughs> once again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back next week. We can't wait to do it. So until then, I'm Spooky Mike C saying, see ya.